resources manager trying to stay on top of her 150-plus email requests per day, fueled by the goal of doubling the company's regional office staff from 1,100 to 2,000 people in one year, all as she tried to protect a social life for herself on the weekends. A paradox has emerged in this new millennium. People have enhanced quality of life, but at the same time, they are adding to their stress levels by taking on more than they have resources to handle. It's as though their eyes were bigger than their stomachs. The plethora of options and opportunities brings with it the pressures of decision-making and choices. And most people are, to some degree, frustrated and perplexed about how to improve the situation. Work no longer has clear boundaries. A major factor in the mounting stress level is that the actual nature of our jobs has changed much more dramatically and rapidly than have our training for and our ability to deal with work. In just the last half of the 20th century, what constituted work in the industrialized world was transformed from assembly line, make it and move it kinds of activity to what the late Peter Drucker so aptly termed knowledge work. In the old days, work was self-evident. Fields were to be plowed, machines tooled, boxes packed, cows milked, crates moved. You knew what work had to be done, you could see it. It was clear when the work was finished or not finished. Increasing your productivity was all about making the work process more efficient or simply working harder or longer. Now, for many of us, there are no edges to most of our projects. Most people I know have at least half a dozen things they're trying to achieve or situations they'd like to improve right now, and even if they had the rest of their lives to try, they wouldn't be able to finish these to perfection. You're probably faced with the same dilemma. How good could that conference be? How effective could the training program be? Or the structure of your executive's compensation package? How well could you manage your kid's education? How close to perfect is the blog you're writing? How motivating is the staff meeting you're setting up? How healthy could you be? How functional is your department's reorganization? And a last question. How much available data could be relevant to doing those projects better? The answer is an infinite amount, easily accessible, or at least potentially so, through the Internet. On another front, the lack of edges can create more work for everyone. Many of today's organizational outcomes require cross-divisional communication, cooperation, and engagement. Our individual office silos are crumbling, or at least need to be, and with them is going the luxury of not having to read CC'd emails from the marketing department or from human resources or from some ad hoc deal-with-a-certain-issue committee. Add to that the increasing pull on your engagement with friends and family as distance from them disappears with even aging parents taking to the Internet and their smartphones to stay connected. The ever-new communication technologies have exponentially magnified the lack of clear limits to our commitments and our lives. The second decade of this century witnessed an explosion of concern about the always-on conundrum, fueled by globalization, virtual work and connection capabilities, and not the least by the addiction to engaging with gadgets in our pockets and on our wrists, that have more capacity than a room full of computers did in 1975. So, not only are work and its cognitive boundaries more ambiguous and ill-defined, so are the time and space within which we can, and often should, be engaged with it, along with the continuing explosion of potentially meaningful and accessible data that could add value to our lives.
Our jobs and lives keep changing. The disintegrating edges of our projects and our work in general would be challenging enough for anyone. But now we must add to that equation the constantly shifting definition of our jobs, as well as the frequent changes in responsibilities and interests in the broader scope of our lives. I often ask in my seminar, which of you are doing only what you were hired to do? And how many of you have not had any significant change in your personal life in the past year? Seldom do I get a raised hand. As amorphous as edgeless work may be, if you had the chance to stick with some specifically described job long enough, you'd probably figure out what you needed to do, how much, at what level, to stay sane. And if you could keep life in general more in check, no residence moves, no relationship changes, no emerging health or lifestyle issues for you and for life.